On Christmas Day, two country artists traveled from Nashville to Australia to surprise one of their moms that they had not seen in over two and a half years. Here comes mom. As mom saying, this is the best thing ever. We'll share the entire surprise coming up with you during this episode of My Second Act. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years welcome to My Second Act. It's a podcast where we talk about things you are already talking about with family and friends, conversations about current events, pop culture and music, plus endearing and revealing stories about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name's Donna, and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, okay, so I've been using the wrong emoji. So you know, like the little, because I try to use different emojis because like, I know the like sideways laughing guy is out. Now I use the death guy when I'm like, oh my God, like death. Like I use a skeleton man, like, oh, this is death. So I've been using this one that I thought was like a smirk. You know, the one where he's kind of like, like you can't see me right now, but I'm like, mm, like whatever. Right. Like say I was saying to you like, um, well, today hasn't gone exactly like I thought it was going to go. And then I send you that smirk emoji. Okay. Okay. So I thought that the smirk emoji, which is where one side of his little lip is kind of up. I thought that it meant like mischief. I found out because someone told me when I sent it to them, they sent me back a text and go and, and goes and said, are you flirting with me? And I'm like, what? And she was like, well, that, that emoji is like flirting, like sexual innuendo. I only use three or four. Well, you, you use one that is like you use the eggplant. Like you'll just send random things to well, people. I send random things to people all the time. Like I'll send three tacos and a, a tooth, a turkey and a and an microphone. And then an eggplant. Yeah, okay. Eggplant. But, but, okay, but that, okay. But that's all in fun. It's, it's just random to make people go, what, what is this? Well, it's nothing. But I'm saying in, in, in regular texting back and forth, I use thumbs up. Yes. I use the laughing guy with the tears. Uh-huh. I use the muscle. Stay strong. We've talked about him before yeah, on the podcast. Right, yeah. Stay strong. The stay strong emoji. Well, anyways, I've been trying to use the smirk more, but I didn't realize that it meant like, hey, like flirting. Let's like, meet behind the dumpster. Okay. I ne- I don't know about that. That, ne- that never that never came into play. But at any rate, so I'm just like, this is a um, PSA to anybody who's using these emojis. Like maybe there should be like a. There's too many. Well, there should almost be like, um, like, I don't know, like an emoji menu. Well, there you can download a, a like a PDF. Who has time to do that? But I'm just saying. We'll include it in the letter this Saturday. Yeah, like maybe what some of the most basic ones mean. Well, because- you, well you know, the thumbs up, the smiley man with the tears, and just stick with the stick with the ones you know. You're still raspy. I am still raspy, but I'm on the mend. I will tell you, on Christmas that was not well. I slept so much; it was ridiculous. Um, I yes. So I what happened was I did a telemed call. We talked about this on the last podcast. What's going to happen here? Am I going to wrestle this doctor to the mat? No, he wrestled me to the mat. So I did a telemed call and he was like, um, no, because in order to qualify for medicine, you have to have had your sinus infection for a minimum of 10 days. At that point, you'll be dead. Like, I'm just telling you. So that clicked in my mind. Okay, 10 days. I got you. I hear you. And like, you know, I said, but you know, I, I know that like my daughter had a sinus infection and he said, well, did she have a secondary infection going on, like an ear infection? And she did at the time. He's like, that's what they actually gave the penicillin for. And I'm like, mm-hmm, number two. Noted. Noted. I'm taking copious notes in my head, which is very stopped up. What does a telecall run? $49. Okay. 
And you got nothing out of it. Nothing. And, I, and, and basically, I got into a fight with him, like over the phone. I got into a fight with this man. Was it on Zoom? Yes. And he was sitting in like a broom closet at Wellstar, not to call them out, but yeah. He was, and, and, and it was ridiculous. The first time they tried to connect me with someone, she told me my Wi-Fi, she sent me a message and said my Wi-Fi was shaky and that she was sending me back to the queue. Well, you, you, it's something you never want to hear. What in hell? And I had already waited like 30 <laughs> minutes to get into the queue. I'm like, I think she just didn't want to, like something good came on TV. Because this was Christmas night. And I think she was like, listen, I'm going to go have some eggnog. I don't want to deal with this woman and her sinusitis. So, I, I mean, I just went at this poor little man, and I felt bad, but not really. So then the next day, which was Sunday, um, which was two days ago, the day after Christmas, I went, which there was only one appointment at an urgent med because there's so much. If you're listening from any city, I don't know what's going on in your city, but in Atlanta, COVID has taken over. So I went very far out to a Wellstar Urgent Care and they were very kind and they do, they asked me if I want a COVID test. And I said, yes, because at this point I'm like, what is going on? And all the positive COVIDers, they hand you this like prepackaged thing about hydrate, call us if you go home. Yeah. Call us if you lose consciousness. Thank you for the copay, but go home. Yeah. Go home. But I was like, I moved, I did test negative, but I wanted to move on to the second tier. I'm going to land this plane. So I go in and this very nice fella comes in. First, they prep you with the, um, the nurse. And I get my story straight. How long have you had this? 11 days. Feels like an eternity. Well, because you knew from your med telecall. I knew where I had to be. You knew the date. I knew the mark I had to make. That's it. And my right ear's hurting. So you throw in the ear. Feels like, yeah, it feels like it's got some fluid on it. Okay. And I'm, I mean, I'm just, I've been dealing with this for 10 days and I cannot. I mean, I'm coughing constantly. I can't sleep. I'm fever. You know, fever's the other one. Run to fever. How high's your fever gotten? 101.1. Which I will tell you, I've run a fever. I wasn't like completely lying. So then this nice little doctor comes in. I go back through my symptoms and I tell him that the telemed people 10 days ago wanted to keep a watch on it. I'm like, I'm in deep in this story. And he said, well, this is crazy. Like you should not be in this much, much discomfort. So I'm going to give you a steroid. I'm going to give you some cough medicine and I'm going to give you the penicillin. There you go, score. I was so damn excited when I came out of there. Like, I was running out of there all happy, waving my penicillin in the air to all those people waiting in the waiting room. You can't be too excited, you know, with the doctor. You got to play it cool. I was like, thank you so much. You know, I'm just, I've just been miserable. You act as if it's like a controlled substance or something. They They, they act like it. They act like it. The telemed doctor told me that he had been dinged for writing too many prescriptions for, for penicillin. penicillin. I mean, I can understand hydrocodone or yes. oxycodone or yes. Roxy's or something like that, but we're talking okay, penicillin. Okay, I don't even know what half that stuff is, and I don't know why you do. What's a Roxy and a Roxy? <sighs> Move on. Okay. Well, anyways, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And I will tell you, maybe it is like, what do they call it when you take a, like uh, PT was here, he could tell us, what is it? a placebo? When you take a pill, but it's not really a pill? but it's a mental pill. Like the minute I took that, because I took it in the parking lot outside of CVS, because I want to get it in me as quickly as possible. Because I know I'm driving all you guys crazy with my coughing and my nose blowing. I mean, I really do. No, you're not. But the minute I took it. You were cured. You, you I felt, felt. You were cured. Well, I felt like I was on the road to recovery. So if any of you listening or dealing with this, I offer you my tips. Let's go with 11 days, a fever not so high that you would be hospitalized, but that's alarming. And, and, and double down on your, your ear. Got to find something. Yeah. yeah. Ear. And, and I'll tell you another one, especially with sinus infection, you need to call out. Like when he, he was like, does it hurt when I push you? I was like, ow. 
like on your teeth or your sinuses. I mean, like even if it doesn't hurt, just like call out like somebody stepped on your ingrown toenail. You know what I mean? Coronavirus symptom checker. Does a cough mean Omicron, a cold, or the flu? Here is the challenge with this variant. It's milder than COVID-19 or flu symptoms. And you may have a call for runny nose, some, some sneezing. But with this Omicron variant, it's presenting with more cold-like symptoms, not flu-like symptoms. And because of that, many are walking, many are walking around, Donna, with, with, with COVID-19 and you have no clue. Right. With the Omicron variant, there is a higher affinity for the upper respiratory system. So more likely to make you sniffle more, sneeze more, or to be congested, which is kind of new. But this one is not near as tough or hard on you as, as OG COVID. Yeah. Or even the Delta variant. No, I've had a couple of people that told me that they tested positive for COVID. And I don't think they felt as bad as I have with my sinus infection. And that, and that was another weird thing that I told him. Because I said, you know, he said, you took the COVID test. And I said, yes. And it was negative out there. But I said, I honestly, I didn't feel like it was COVID because it felt exactly like every other sinus infection I've ever had before. On the Christmas Eve radio show, I had Steve Holman as a guest. He is the, has been for 37 seasons. Unbelievable. The play-by-play voice of uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks had a, uh, you know, I think there were five or six NBA games. NBA is a big day. You know, Christmas Day is a big day for the NBA. And it's the first time since 89 that the Hawks were in New York City on Christmas Day. And Steve was on the show, and we were talking about COVID protocols and COVID testing. And Trey Young who is this, one of the stars of the Atlanta so Hawks. Sweet. Uh, and, and six other players did not play Christmas Day. Yeah. When, when, and they test all the time, as you can imagine, you know, sports teams and, and even the broadcast teams. When, when Trey, they told Trey Young that he had a positive COVID test, he was like, what do you mean I have COVID? He had no clue. But he said, listen, I, my, my nose has been running a little bit. Yeah. But I had no clue that I have had COVID-19. Saturday, there were more than 100 NBA <laughs> players who could not travel or be with the team because of COVID protocols. 100 I know. NBA players, and the game went on. Well, and they say that's what's happening. Like, so goes the NBA. That's what's happening in life right now. It's because people, I know how some people are saying, like, oh, people are so selfish, and they're, you know, going out into the world. Well, so many people don't know that they have it because the weather all around the world has, and in every city, has been so up and down and hot and cold that people think they're just like, the, like you said, they have a cold or they have sinuses or something, and they're shocked when, when they, they get a diagnosis. That, yeah. The Hawks, uh, if you're listening on Upload Day, Tuesday, December 28th, the Hawks are leaving today for an eight, I think eight or nine game road trip. And, and Steve Holman sent me a text this morning and said, listen, the, the, they've told us they're going to the West Coast. Going to be gone for like two days, uh, two weeks rather. And the Hawks told the broadcast teams that they're not going to be traveling. They don't want them to travel with the team for this two-week road trip because of, of, of COVID-19. And Steve Holman, Don, I thought this was fascinating, is about to call his 2700th Hawks consecutive Hawks game, regular season and playoffs. 2,700 consecutive games without being out. That's amazing. Is it not? It's also a lot of time on the road away from his family. Yeah. Let's talk about Christmas. Christmas sucked at our house for the most part. It was a great holiday. It was an okay holiday. We got to spend it with the kids. And for the first time, that I can remember, it was just you and I and the kids. We, we, we didn't host anybody. We called everybody off Christmas Eve because you didn't feel well. And Olivia hadn't been feeling well, our 18-year-old daughter. And we did not want to run the risk of Nana, your, your mother, my mother-in-law coming over. Yeah. 
who's very susceptible. She's in that, that, that high risk category. Well, and she had just gotten her booster. I don't know how, you know, and, and I, I tried to get like, um, a couple of the, um, at home COVID testing, but I couldn't find them. Can't Can't find them. So I just, I did not want to risk it. Yeah. It was a different kind of Christmas. Your sister, we called your sister off, uh, Annette and also our niece, Ava, who is 15 years old. And my mother wasn't here. My first Christmas without my mom. Very sad. I'll tell you, I, I, I did not expect it to be as tough as it was. I had, I, I cried all day. I had to I leave. I had to, I'd, I'd check, you know, I'd leave a room because I didn't want to, you know, I, I didn't want to bring everybody down, but uh, I, w- I would suddenly just be gone and just, you know, go into the bedroom or go outside and just, uh, no, and I don't, I don't know that that feeling ever leaves you. And I'll tell you, I had a tough time um, with it too. And I didn't tell you this with your mom because the night before Christmas, um, when your mom would come down, we would always kind of, don't take this wrong way, we would always laugh at you because you would you would just disappear and we'd find you asleep in the bedroom and me and her in there wrapping gifts and trying to get all the, you know, what stuff like set up. And she was very, like, she she loved Christmas as much as I did, like the whole, you know, getting everything set up for the kids um, situation. And so we would spend a lot of time like getting those kind of vignettes done. It makes me very sad. Um and just like a lot of the things she cooked and, and brought with her and, you know, all of those things that you and I used to laugh about or you take for granted with your parents or, you know, there was one Christmas when she was here for a month and you and I were like, oh boy, um, that's a lot of coffee cups and stuff. But, you know, you, you give anything to, to get those back. And same thing with the kids. I, um, I thought a lot about it. This was Olivia's last Christmas before she goes away to college. Will wasn't here because he, you know, he splits his holiday as we want him to. He was here for Thanksgiving and he was with his mom for Christmas and I was sick. I didn't feel good. It just didn't feel like a normal, and it was hot. That was the other thing. It was like 75 degrees outside. 70, yeah. But it was just, it was weird. Yeah, Yeah, it was just kind of weird. 15 degrees above normal. But, you know, it was, it was a good holiday, but I think everybody that I've talked to kind of felt the same way because I will tell you there were very few people that I spoke to that didn't have to change their plans. This was nothing that like was just Unique to us, us um, that didn't have to change their plans because of things that were going on. And I just, um, I think what it taught me and what it continues to teach me is that the world is changing and the world has changed and you just have to find a way to make it work and make it be positive, you know, for you, but losing someone never gets easier. Um, and the holidays are always a tough time. So I knew you were struggling and, you know, it will get better. I don't really know if it will, to be honest with you. You know, people used to say that to me when my dad passed away and I don't know that it ever really a hundred percent gets better. It just gets more able to sort of deal with it, you know? But we laughed. Our kids, it was funny. Olivia, who is our 18-year-old, actually stayed up and wrapped presents. She didn't wrap her own presents, but she wrapped like your <laughs> presents and my presents and Charlotte's presents. And she was a huge help. And, you know, I just, um, I worked a lot this Christmas. And so I was like kind of beating myself up because I'm like, oh, I didn't do a lot of like baking or anything like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Can't, that's right. And that's I, right. I think we are all so hard on ourselves trying to make like, Every holiday, just picture perfect. And you know what? All these kids want to do is spend time with you. And we had plenty of gifts and we had plenty of great food and we had plenty of great time together. So 
Every holiday is different. It was a good Christmas. Yeah, it was. I want to redact what I said earlier. It was a great Christmas. You know what? Because we had each other. I also want to say, and then we're going to pick it up. We're going to move on. Um, that if you're a husband or a boyfriend or um, the partner of someone who <laughs> on Christmas Day was able to reap the rewards of gift giving when you really didn't lift a finger. Uh, and, and, and for the most part, I'm in that category. Uh, make sure that you spend some time and thank your wife, your girlfriend, or your partner, significant other, um, for doing all of that. Because I know it's, a, it, that's, it's not easy, especially when you have, you're buying for three kids and you're buying for a husband and you're buying for your mom and you're buying for every, you know. So thank you very much. You did oh, a phenomenal welcome. job with everything. And we had a, we had a great Christmas. All right. Well, and we're going to redo Christmas. That's the other thing you can do. I've, I've talked to a lot of people who are like, I know you don't necessarily want to redo it. But I mean, just the gift giving. Like we chose, We're having everybody over. Well, we're having everybody over like on New Year's Day or something. I don't know. We're, we're going to look at that. All right. Something about Christmas can trigger the worst in all of us. And that happened Thursday, December mm. 23rd. All right. The day before Christmas Eve on a Delta flight from Tampa to Hartsfield, Cadillac Jackson International Airport. The video has gone viral. I have the audio from it, what I can play from it. The woman went crazy on the airplane, punched the man in the face, spit on him, scratched him, and poured hot water on my leg. I mean, let's just start there. Yeah. What could have happened? I mean, and that's a pretty, like, quick flight, is it not? It's about an hour. Like, what What could have this transposed? Is this is when they're boarding in Tampa. Because when they landed in Atlanta, the FBI was there to arrest her. Flight 2790, gate A11 is where they landed. The FBI and APD, Atlanta police are there to, to arrest her. Who is her? Who is she? Uh, I got the scoop on her. Mm. And we're going to share that with you. Coming up after you hear this 40-second uh, clip, I've done as much beeping as I possibly can. Here we go. You know you're messed up, bitch, sir. You heard the flight attendant say, sit your ass down to the Karen aboard the Delta flight. Who is she? Her name is Patricia Cornwall. She was a Raiderette in the 90s with the uh, Raiders NFL team. Her main job now is a real estate agent at Pacific Palisades, which is a very ritzy part of L.A. Yep. You can even find her home address online right now. I mean, that's kind of scary. She's a former NFL cheerleader. She was an actress in Baywatch and was on the cover of Playboy in Germany. Mm. She has several assault charges, one of which was from her ex-husband <laughs> for which she was arrested. So this is not new to her. This is not new behavior. And you wonder maybe, and this this is just me predicting, but you maybe wonder what political party Patricia Cornwell pledges her allegiance to. Well, she's screaming at someone to put on a mask while she herself is maskless. She's boarding the plane. He's already seated. And he doesn't have a mask on. And it triggers her as she's coming down the aisle to slap him and uh, think then everything's going to be okay. She's going to be on her way to Atlanta. And who is this guy that she does all this to? Uh, I don't like, know anything about him. Like, Is he young? Is he no, old? No, he was an older gentleman. Traveling it, by himself? Don, I don't. Listen. Well, I've got questions from the panel. Well, I don't have answers for the panel. Lord. I'm sure he, he was traveling with his wife, his beautiful wife. 
of 32 years. I mean, here's who I think about, aside from the other passengers and everything, are these poor flight attendants. No We've kidding. talked about no this kidding. before. One of my Not enough money in the world. No, one of my dearest friends, Christy Holland Hart, has been a flight attendant for Delta. For She's getting ready to retire for a long time. And I think about her all the time because these people are so rude now. They're rude to the flight attendants. They're rude to other passengers. There's just any amount of dignity has gone out the window. What is wrong with people? And I think Christmas can heighten it up. Yeah, it can. It does. It does. Coming up during the My Second Act podcast, Google has been dethroned as the most popular domain in 2021. Google this year comes in at number two. What web domain is the most popular for 2021 and jumps to number one? That conversation is coming up during the My Second Act podcast. Meme online, uh, meme on social media I'm seeing a lot is uh, one that I love. It's, 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 it's classic photographs of the Wolfman and Donna. And it says, if the furniture ain't from them, I don't want it. Love it. There's pictures of uh, the Wolfman. God bless him. If you're not from Atlanta, you're not familiar with Gallery Furniture Gainesville. Wolfman started this furniture business nearly four decades ago. Wolfman was a veteran of the U.S. military. And he was also an attorney, which a lot of people don't know. Well, here in the 80s and 90s on TBS specifically during Atlanta Braves televised ball games, Gallery Furniture did these really silly, low budget. And they, I say that because that was done by design. They wanted them to look a little cheese factor to them. And, and, and Wolfman and his daughter, Donna, would star in these commercials. Now, my Donna, you, Donna, and Donna from Wolfman Furniture or from Gallery Furniture, the Wolfman's daughter, y'all went to high school together, Campbell High School in Smyrna. And so growing up, Donna was a superstar here in Atlanta. And you still cannot go anywhere in Gainesville or anywhere in Atlanta, for that matter, and, and with Donna from Gallery Furniture and, and her not be recognized. People want pictures and things like that. Here's what they do at Gallery Furniture Gainesville. They sell furniture. They take care of the customers. They are a locally owned small business. They do everything right. That's what they do at Gallery Furniture. Right now, the supply chain still has many of the big box furniture retailers without inventory with that product. But if you go in today to one of those big box retailers and you say, you know what? I want that right there. I want that uh, sofa sleeper. I want that kitchen dinette. I want that living room. I want that ottoman. I want that recliner right there. They're going to say, absolutely. Listen, it's going to be here in a few weeks. Let's put you in the system. Let's take your money. Let's take your money, put you in the system. And it's going to be here in a few weeks. Well, that's actually not going to happen. It's going to be months and months and months because that uh, delivery date that they tell you, the big box furniture retailer, you know, two months out, three months out, they're going to call you about two days before that date and say, listen, Listen, got some bad news, but not horrible news, but listen, the shipment's been delayed. It's going to be a little while until your furniture comes in, but we're going to keep you, you know, we're going to keep you updated. We're going to let you know when. At Gallery Furniture Gainesville, you find it, you take it home. There's 2511 Roosevelt Highway in College Park and 1600 Brownsbridge Road in Gainesville. Ask for Donna. That was the big thing with the commercials is Wolfman would say, ask for the Wolfman. And then Donna would come behind him and say, ask for Donna. And so it became this, uh, it became this back and forth through the years, through the decades, really. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsbridge Road, Gainesville. Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna's daughter, Marilyn, and everybody at Gallery Furniture for their support of the My Second Act podcast. We have a small ask. Give you three things. Uh, number one, follow this podcast so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, invite and encourage many people, as you know, in your circle to enjoy the podcast. Listen to the end. And number three, show our sponsors some love. Gallery Furniture, Gainesville. Dinneraffair.com. That $30 off promo code. For your first order is Caddy2021, C-A-D-D-Y. Brightmore Healthcare, Delta, Atlanta's hometown airline, 
And the My Second Act Podcast brought to you by Ford. Ford built Ford tough for the 40th year. The Ford F-150, the best-selling truck on the road. Score your F-150 at Fayetteville Ford. And promotional consideration paid for by the following. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. New Year's Eve plans, we got them for you. Come to our hometown. Awesome Alpharetta to ring in 2022. Start early with the kids at uh, noon, Year's Eve. Avalon on Ice is open. You can get out there and do your Michelle Kwan imitation. Get out there and skate it up. Um, bring your kids. It's like one of the last. They're getting ready to um, bring that down so you get a chance to like ice skate before it goes away. It's a fun time to spend with your kids because here's the thing. You get to celebrate with them. They go to bed early. They've already had their New Year's Eve. And then you get to move on. And have like your adult New Year's Eve with your friends. And you can do that now for it also. Face painting crafts, countdown at noon, and a giant balloon drop. All welcome in the New Year. This is a really cool, cool event. Noon, Year's Eve at the Hotel at Avalon. Here in our hometown, awesome Alpharetta. Dinosaurs. Uh, Will, our, our 22-year-old son, went through the dinosaur phase. Obsessed with them. Yes. And if you have a child that's in that stage right now, dinosaurs have invaded North Point Mall. And your kids are going to love it. Dino Safari is a walkthrough adventure. Open New Year's Eve and New Year's Day here in Awesome Alpharetta. Plus cooking classes at the Publix Aprons Cooking School. I love those cooking classes. Every time I go in there and they're having one of those like classes and stuff, I'm like, I want to join it because like they have all these amazing recipes. And the great thing is, is you walk away with a recipe that you can actually cook that night or you can use it another time. Um, and they make it super easy. The classes um, you can do, it's 18 and up. And they give you like wine pairings. And this one's going to be like a special New Year's Eve menu. And um, so much fun. Like, I mean, there's just something to do on every corner here in Alpharetta. Perfect wine pairings. Also be provided to keep the party going strong. And they're offering a New Year's celebration class both uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day here in Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while and then stay a while. Spend the entire weekend with us in Awesome Alpharetta. We have 30 modern and upscale hotels to choose from. What you need to do is go to awesomealpharetta.com. AwesomeAlpharetta.com. Click the uh, Book Your Room Now button and then book. It's that simple. Play a while. Stay a while. Awesome Alpharetta. It's our hometown. And we'd love to see it for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Two country artists flew from Nashville to Newfoundland. Is that right, Australia? Newfoundland. Newfoundland. On Christmas Day, it's a 20-hour-plus flight to surprise one of their moms that they had not seen in over two and a half years. And they captured it all on video. How's it going? How's it going, Mom? Is it all right? Let me explain. They're, 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 they have like a, a rental car or something. They just pulled up into the front of Morgan Evans' mother's home in Australia. And he's on FaceTime with her. Can you see the screen still? Is that all right? Can you see the screen? <laughs> she recognizes that that's her front yard. Her son is walking up her driveway on Christmas Day. That's Kelsey in the background that you hear, Kelsey Ballerini. And she's not in the video. And I'm, I'm listen, I've known Kelsey for a long, long time. And I know that the reason that she did not want to be on camera in this FaceTime video or in this TikTok video is because this wasn't about Kelsey. One of the most grounded, fun, intelligent country artists in this format, Kelsey Ballerini. This was, this moment was for her husband, Morgan Wallen, or Morgan Evans. <laughs> Here comes mom. <laughs> what a moment, huh? <laughs> oh my God. 
And the rest of the family comes out. Wow. Wow. So hard to surprise you guys. That's Kelsey right there. Amazing. 20 hour, 34 minute flight to Australia from Music I'm, City. I mean, that's like a whole day, you know, to get there. Yeah. Like, a, okay, how long have they been married? Uh, well, the last time that he saw his mother and family was when they got married here in the States. So two and a half years. Well, I was going to say, so she probably has literally spent no time with her mother-in-law. Like, I mean, that is a commitment getting back and forth there. I think about Keith Urban and these yeah. kids coming yeah. back and forth to Nashville from there. I mean, such a commitment. So sweet. And since it broke... On TikTok, Kelsey's now posting stuff on her social media channels, too. They were at the beach all day, uh, Christmas Day, the day after. And um, Let's talk about uh, Google being jumped by TikTok as the most popular web domain in 2021. Or, uh, yeah, place on the web. TikTok has a pretty skewed audience, right? I mean, for the most part, it's younger, with the exception of... <laughs> You and I, it's, it's, I don't watch it that much anymore. That's what I don't watch it anymore either, but like the Morgan, <laughs> the Morgan Evans, Kelsey Ballerini video you just heard, or the audio you just heard, I saw that on TikTok Sunday. Well, what I think is interesting about TikTok is I think, you know, Instagram has released their reels, yeah. R-E-E-L-S. And I do find myself watching more of those because I think they're more like, I don't Adult know. Light. Yeah. And, and, and heartwarming at times. And they're not all just a bunch of hoochie people and teaching kids how to like build a bong in their bedroom and do all kinds of unsavory things. I mean, like. But, 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 but it's also, you can go to TikTok for news, like the tornadoes we talk, talked about with Billy and his wife, Billy and the Madisons. Yes. I found out about the tornadoes on TikTok. Yes, but I've told you before, I, somehow you get your TikTok skewed. And for a while, I was on the TikTok with the little boys with short shorts, the 5.5 shorts. And then somehow I got on like animal TikTok, which I loved. And then I don't know what happened. I got kicked off animal TikTok. And now I'm back on with all like the little girls dancing around. And it was like, I think it's because I watched so much like, Alabama Rush TikTok. Now all it is are these girls like bragging well, about. Well, you need to readjust your algorithm. You just watch a lot of videos. Of beavers. Video. Not, well, well, not beavers, but I mean be like. Be careful with that search. Yeah. But with, with things that, that you want to watch. Little puppies and kitties. And then your algorithm, TikTok will adjust your algorithm. And then suddenly you're going to have just beavers in your feed. I tell you, the girls get so mad at me because I'll send them, you know, inspirational memes or like little TikToks with dogs. Like there were the three dogs that jumped on top of each other and hugged each other. And I was like, y'all should live like these dogs. And they're like, mom, please stop. Like, you know, and then I get mad when I talk to him later. I'm like, did y'all see the video of the little dogs that jumped on top of each other? And they act like they did. Now they know better. But I know they did. Yeah, mom, we saw that. That was great. Thanks for sharing that, mom. Is that what they say? Sort of. But Google, like Google appeal. How many times a day do you hit Google? Do you think? Seriously. I bet I a hit lot. Google a hundred times a day. Does, is, does TikTok have that, mo that much traffic? I mean, obviously it does, I guess. Probably. Here's the rest of the... Uh, the rankings for 2021, the most popular domains on the web. So it's TikTok, then Google, Facebook, Microsoft, and Apple in that order. Instagram is not in the top one, two, three, four. Instagram's not in the top five, nor Snapchat. Nirvana's lawyers have responded. Sometimes it takes a while to get a response to a lawsuit. They say that the Nevermind lawsuit is just, quote, absurd and nothing but a cash grab. Let's go back to an episode of the My Second Act podcast from this se past September when we talked about the original lawsuit. I, I, there's no better conversation started than this. Bet you five bucks you've already seen my ding dong. And oh my it, it would be true. But now he's suing, saying that he's the poster child for our victim culture. I think that he has one of the most iconic penises in the history of rock and roll. And that's saying something. What do you think of people like Tommy Lee? Yes. He haunt the boat with his. He did indeed. Uh, who else is in the uh, rock and roll penis hall of fame? Gene Simmons. 
He's supposedly slept with a ton of women. This guy, he, he hijacked a completely unearned place in pop culture history. His name is Spencer Eldon, 30 years old. And he has capitalized while he's now saying, or back in September when he filed the lawsuit, saying he claimed child pornography. Did he get paid royalties? Not royalties. He was paid $200 for the 15-second plunge in the pool. That's right. Okay, so he his, did his not His dad get... was a friend of the photographer. Got and it. so uh, lawyers from Nirvana have, have asked that the, the court, they filed a motion to dismiss the litigation. Like if he had become a grown boy and we'd never heard of him, or a grown man and we had never heard from him, and he's just like, listen, I didn't want this to happen. I was a complete victim. He might have more weight to his lawsuit. But the fact that... You know, you were a participant. You profited. He's got autographed copies of the album. Right. On his eBay site, right? And now, for whatever reason, you have a bill you need to pay, a hospital bill, and you want to get money. You're you're crying foul. Yeah. I think that it will be dismissed. Here's why. The federal statute of limitations has expired. And I think that the the court has to be very careful with that because they would then set a precedent that they don't respect the statute of limitations. All right. Let's talk about how you can get back your time in 2022 because like land... You just can't find more time, Donna. I just think you should do yourself a favor if you've been listening to the podcast. And even if you've been, a, if you came on with us and you've been a dinner fair customer before, come back again. Um, we, you know, it's okay to take some time off. Maybe you're going to be traveling and then you want to come back into the fold, the dinner fair fold. There's no contract. There is no contract. And that's the beauty of it. But if you are like our family, if you eat one more slice of pizza, you're going to have to like call in the authorities because you just get on a roll. I know you do because you're just like us and it's financially draining. It's it's not healthy for you. And and you get to the point, and this is how you know when you kind of hit rock bottom with eating out where nothing sounds good. Like you literally go through, you're like, should I eat this? No, I just ate that. Chick-fil-A, oh my God, I can't eat another chicken nugget. Like it's enough. And it happens because everybody's so busy at the end of the year and you're really not in any kind of structure because the kids are out of school, but we're right on the verge of getting back in, you know, to those winter months, activities are going to start coming around. And you really want to have a plan in place when it starts, especially to I will say this is not a plan for people who are dieting. But if you are kind of committed, and one of your news resolutions is to get more time to cook more, and to spend more time with your family. At the Di- table. Yeah. yeah, dinner fair can this solve all three of those. They really can. And they are healthy meals. You can make the meals healthier because you pick and choose what ingredients you're going to add to the to the um to the protein. Each individual dinner is wrapped in butcher paper. And then when you unwrap the butcher paper, every ingredient that you need to prepare that dinner in, in two, three, or four easy steps is in its own Ziploc bag. It's already been pre-chopped and pre-weighed and pre-whatevered. So that it makes it much easier for you to execute your dinner or fair dinner. Hibachi style surf and turf. Look at that picture right there. Baja fresh tacos with a red, uh, red onion relish. Chicken Wellington on the top right there, that picture. Texas steak with Worcestershire. Chicken scallopini on the bottom here, Donald. With mushrooms mm. and artichokes. Now, if you don't like mushrooms and artichokes, leave them out. Yeah. You got a kid that doesn't like mushrooms or artichokes? Don't put them in the dish. Well, and you're really good about putting those extra ingredients like in a little bowl. And that way the people that want them, like you and I, can add them. But if you have picky eaters, then they don't have to add them. And that's another thing I've heard people say is, I don't know if my kids are going to like the recipes. Trust me, we have two of the pickiest eaters in the entire world. And if our kids will eat it, yours will. Dinneraffair.com. Dinnerafare.com. 30 bucks off your first order. Do this for yourself. Do this for your family in the new year. The $30 promo code is CADDY2021, C-A-D-D-Y, 2021. The post uh, 15 new dinners every single month for you to choose from. 
and you can have them delivered anytime during the month. Again, to your front door. Crystal Hamilton is a pot peep for this episode. Uh, Crystal uh, reached out long time, uh, not long time ago, but a few weeks ago on the podcast voicemail text line to have a conversation with me about ticket prices for Morgan Wallen. And while he has sold out nearly every show on that tour, including the Atlanta date, um, they've added a second Atlanta date. Ticket prices are $300 plus. For it's, the most it's a lot of money. And Crystal was saying to me, I long for the days when uh, ticket scalpers went around and you go to a Turtles, or for me, it was Record Bar in Hickory, North Carolina, at Valley yeah. Hills Mall, where you'd stand in line. And when they went on sale, everybody had to. Equal opportunity. Uh, absolutely. And that's not the case anymore. Yeah. So Crystal and I went back and forth about that. Uh, she was wanting to buy tickets for her daughter. So she responded to me and said, thank you for your response. I've been a loyal listener since day one. Haven't missed an episode of the podcast. Even met you and Donna at Gallery Furniture when we did our big 4th of July. I love that. Red, white, blue American partner on sale. You and Donna actually introduced me to Morgan Wild, and I was like, who is this artist? Then I downloaded the double album because you guys kept talking about it and fell in love with this music, so thank you for that. Hopefully, we will find a way to be there at the concert, even if it's just me and my daughter. But if not, I can still listen to his music and enjoy it. That is thanks to you and Donna. I would have never paid attention if you guys hadn't talked about that album so much. Love the podcast. Please keep going. I've never missed an episode. Thanks for your response. It says everything that you guys take the time to actually respond to your fans. So thank you, Crystal. Very well said. Thank you. We, we appreciate Very your sweet. support. Speaking of that, next week, a big announcement about the podcast. Uh-oh. That we, we, we need to make. So uh, I think next Thursday's episode. It's not doomsday-ish, but there's a change coming that we need to let you know about. We'll do okay. that in the next Thursday episode, which would be the 6th, 5th, or 6th of uh, the new year, I think. Audio for this episode from Morgan Evans on TikTok. This episode of the My Second Act podcast produced by Preston Thompson, also host of the George Politics podcast. PT is also letter, uh, editor of The Letter. What is The Letter? The Letter is our e-newsletter. It's a component to the podcast. It's a fun, lighthearted, normally four-minute read delivered to your inbox for free every Saturday morning at 910. How do I subscribe? How do I get that Cadillac Jacks? Very easy. Text left on red. Left on red. Red is the color. R-E-D. And there are no spaces. Left on red. Text that to the number 22828. Production assistance from Steve Mitchell and Ingold Studios in Atlanta. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network. Here comes mom. That's mom saying this is the best thing ever. Cadillac Jack.